All right, welcome back, everybody. This is episode five of Tollgate Eight. So, back here with Travis. How's it, how's everything going? Life is good, Patrick. What have you been up to? Oh, um, hanging in there. Just got back from a conference in Iowa. Which one? It was a healthcare analytics conference. They, they called it a mini, um, a mini has. It was sponsored by Health Catalyst, so I had an opportunity to share our story a little bit. Somebody was supposed to be there with me. What Who was happened, that? What happened with that? <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to be there with you and bailed out at the last minute. So how'd the presentation go? It went really well. You know, I, we had an opportunity to tell our story around process improvement and our kind of journey from um, a lot of different improvement approaches to governance structures to coming up with, you know, with our playbook. And I think that our message resonated really well with that group and um, received tons of good feedback on um, the playbook and and the work that we're on. I just think it relates with so many people that are trying to solve some of the same problems in, in this space. So, um, Did they I, record it? I don't know if they recorded it. Um, All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll check have to and find see if, out. They got, if they recorded it and maybe put it in the show notes at a link there or something like that yeah so. for sure for sure it would have been way better if you were there it wasn't as yeah, dynamic probably not. Stage. probably not it would have been worse <laughs> it would have been worse you would have yeah. been more nervous if i had been there oh totally yeah totally so well, today we got to talk about toll gate number one right that's right so do we understand the problem so tell me about toll gate number one you like know how I, do you what does that entail how do you define the problem how do you know you've got a problem yeah, it's all of that. And I think one of the things that I think you and I would both agree is that um, so many times I think it's human nature just to jump to solution. I, I think that's um, in some ways how we're wired. We see something and we want to try to try to solve it or fix it. And with Tollgate, we're all in healthcare. That's what we do every day, right? We yeah, solve, you, solve problems, are, fix, fix people's problems. Are you tra- you're trained that way, right? right? I mean, it's a provider and a physician to. Um, you know, fix problems. And I think that if you don't approach this first toll gate with some discipline, you could essentially work on the wrong, you know, the wrong symptom or the wrong root cause issue. So this is arguably, I think, one of the most important or the most important questions of our framework is, um, do you understand the problem and giving these multidisciplinary teams the time and space to really unpack and understand what that means. And I know um, I've seen you role model this even in the leadership ranks of the organization of um, even in these meetings, sometimes people get off and, and focus on these solutions. And I've seen you kind of role model this to say, let's, let's step back a little bit and understand the problem. So how have you seen this even, even in your physician peers how have you seen this first question of the framework show up in some of your leadership sessions? I think it took us a while, but organizationally, you know, we spent a long time just trying to frame presentations and frame things around what problem are we trying to solve. So, you know, now now that we've been doing this long enough, we hear other leaders start to say, all right, wait a second, what problem are we trying to solve here as people are jumping to solutions? And so um, I, I think it's an easy question to ask in a meeting um you know when things start to kind of go off the rails or people are throwing out different solutions you can always just say all right everybody let's stop for a second just do we really understand the problem that we're trying to solve or what problem are we do we all agree that we've got 
that we're working to solve the same problem. I think that sometimes people have different interpretations of the problem, and so they're working to solve e- either a variation. So, so with this, you really got to write a problem statement. So tell me, tell me what are the characteristics of a good problem statement, and how, what do people should. I mean, asking people what problem are you trying to solve or having them articulate is one thing, but when you're really sitting down, you know, trying to follow the framework and improve, how do you get someone to really say, all right, tell me what problem we're trying to solve or show us what problem we're trying to solve? I always think of when I coach people on problem statements and writing a problem statement, I always think of how do you move people's heart and mind? And what I mean by that is, how can your problem statement be objective enough with data and numbers, but also be compelling enough to move the adaptive side of people? So, so why is it important that we're working on this project? And, and in the healthcare space, that that's I think it's easy to do sometimes, especially with some of these projects that we get engaged in. When you're talking about mortality and um, patient harm. Um, it's really easy to mobilize stakeholders around um, the importance of that work. But you want to make sure that, um, you know, you're starting with the why and why is it important that we're doing this work. And if you can back that up with some objective measurements, you've got a really strong problem statement. Wouldn't you agree, Patrick? Yeah, yeah. Got to start with the why, get people moved, moving in the right direction, and then move to the what. Yeah, so why do we need to improve this? And then what are we going to improve? Yeah. And then who is that, who, who's impacted or who needs to do the improvement? Right. That, that really helps you kind of identify your population that, that you're targeting. Um, and a lot of times this doesn't have to start from scratch. I mean, it could be a, a problem, you know, that's a, a, a government metric or some benchmark or, you know, some nationally known standard. It doesn't have to be completely from scratch. That, that is a brilliant point. I, I think that's one thing that we've seen our improvement teams by spending a little bit more time in Tollgate 1, that there are some industry best practices that these teams don't have to always start from scratch, that they find that um, that there's variation that they've had in their processes that they've just never really rooted out. So um, in this phase, they do ask the question around what is some of the best practices out there and, and are our processes even standardized? And that can help accelerate an improvement team's, um, I think, velocity for change. So one of the things that we kind of skip, just skipped over, which is, which is something I always tell people, <laughs> is the who really is about defining the cohort. Yeah. And yeah. so that's probably the most overlooked part of defining the problem in that um, if you don't have a clearly defined, agreed-upon cohort, then that will derail you for the rest of the remaining six steps. So you've got to, you've got to clearly define that cohort. Um, and we're experiencing that with one of our current improvement projects around COPD of you know who is in the cohort of COPD. Are these diagnosed COPD patients? Are these you know, people who have a history of COPD, maybe they were diagnosed clinically, but not objectively, on and on. So that really, I mean, that sets the stage for your analytics, it sets the stage for your interventions, it, it, it does all of that. So really, um, 
sometimes I think that's the piece that people want to move quickly through, but it's probably the part that you need to spend the most time on. And when you when you see teams spend a lot of time on that, it also helps to really clarify the problem statement. Yep. That's where we see a lot of variation you know, with these problem statements is, oh, I thought it was this group. No, it's, no, it's this group. So um, taking time to understand that cohort's vital in this phase. So anything, any final thoughts on Tollgate 1? This is, this is silly, but I, I think for the improvement specialists that listen to this, you know, one of the things that I think is most profound is, you know, if you follow Lean and Six Sigma, you know, they talk about DMAIC, define, measure, analyze, improve, and control. I think one thing that I found with just stating this question, do we understand the problem, um, that is way less intimidating than saying that we're in the define phase. And I know if you're a purist in, in Lean and Six Sigma, you, you kind of wear that as a badge of honor. But one thing that I've learned about um, is that it, the more jargon we can remove from the improvement sciences and really focus on inviting questions like, do we understand the problem? It's just really changed our culture. It's invited people to come to the table for improvement, opposed to saying, you know, we've got this, we've got this own set of terminology and taxonomy we use um, in the improvement sciences. So, you'll you'll hear that throughout the rest of the toll gates. But I think that's a key theme that um, when we developed this playbook, we really intentionally tried to root out as much jargon and make this as simple for people to um, join us on this journey as possible. Wouldn't you? Agree? Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, so that summarizes Tollgate One. So we'll be we'll be back for the rest of the Tollgates. Any last words? Thank you, Patrick. All right. <laughs> yeah, <thanks. laughs>